Blog Talk Radio. I'm not going to even mention them because there's a lot going on. But nevertheless, we have that uh, guest today, an author who's on a mission. Her name is Soraya Diaz Kofel. Let's go right ahead and get to know about her. Good afternoon, Soraya. Good afternoon. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Kind of faint, but I still can hear you. Maybe you can turn your volume, volume up a little bit, please. I'm calling you from a landline. Okay, no problem, no problem. Go and ahead and uh, tell the audience a little bit about mm-hmm. your background, please. Yes, I'm from the U.S. Virgin Islands, and I am a lawyer. I went away to the university in Texas and then law school in Cornell Law School. I returned home after graduating, home back to St. Thomas, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands, wow. and... Uh, I've, all my career has been here in the Virgin Islands. I have two wow. children, two sons, who are in their 20s now, and one's a lawyer, followed his mother's footsteps. The oldest one, Zachary. The youngest one, James, is going to graduate school and then to medical school. So he wants to be a doctor. Uh, so I have a, a, a very varied background. And in addition to all this, I'm a children's author. I know, yes. I've been looking at your website. You spend a lot of time with children with and without books. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, I Uh, I... used to be a children's lay minister at my church. I actually attended Uh the classes offered at my church and uh, became a lay minister, and I led the children's ministry for many, many years. And I I believe that's one of the gifts God has given me is to minister his word to children in a very simple but fun way because children love to laugh. They love to be happy. They love uh, new things. And uh, I try to make uh, the word of God as interesting as possible for children and as simple as as possible. And then as as I was ministering to the children, I really realized then that God had given me this gift to uh, just love children and to teach them and to minister to them. And then God started giving me ideas about books. Uh, And the first book that I wrote was based on a play that I wrote for the children's church to perform during Christmas one year. And the name of it is, It's Not About You, Mr. Santa Claus, The True Meaning uh, of Christmas. So wow. it goes into well, let me the whole background. Excuse me a minute. I'm sorry. Excuse me. One, one second. Is the title is not about you, Mr. Santa Claus? Is that the title of the book or is that the title of the play? 
I don't remember the title of the play, <laughs> but the title of the book is what I was referring to. All right. Okay. All right. Go right ahead, please. No, so I wrote it about uh, to be performed by the children during Christmas, and then I took the play, uh -huh. and then that was the foundation of my later children's book. And it tells oh us goodness. the story of the birth of Jesus, but the Christian birth. And it's in the form of a letter, a letter of a child uh, writing to Mr. Santa Claus, telling him that Christmas really wasn't about him. It was about the birth of the baby Jesus and all that Jesus did oh. for us. So it centers on that, but it's in a very kid-friendly way. It's not very yes. uh, uh, demeaning or doesn't say, Santa Claus, uh, I don't believe in you, but it's to convince Santa Claus that even though he's a nice guy and uh, his giving of gifts in the past was appreciated, but that's not anymore. Uh, the child has learned and understands that uh, the true gift is what God gave to us, who is the child Jesus, and all gifts yes. stem from there. So it's a, it's the intermingling of the Christian faith with uh, Santa Claus, but in the end it's to convince the child and a parent reading the book to the child or a parent reading the book just for him or herself that the true meaning of Christmas is about the birth of Jesus and not about uh, yeah. receiving gifts. And I think we've become uh, too uh, connected with giving gifts or receiving gifts and lost uh, what the whole meaning of Christmas is, is about the birth of Jesus and what that, that means to us as Christians. Yes. The reason for the season, as they often exactly. say. Exactly. Huh? <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Okay. Now I understand you went on to become an author of the Love Letter Book series. Tell us about that, yes. please. Yes, well, that's my first book is, is that. It, I call them the Love Letter series because the people say that the Bible is a love letter from God to us. And my love letter uh -huh. series is all the children writing these letters to various characters. The first one is my book about Christmas, the child writing a letter to Santa Claus. So all the uh -huh. books are, again, based on a child writing a letter to a character. The second one I wrote was on Halloween, and that's uh, a child writing a letter to a pumpkin. And the, the uh, title of the book is It's Not About You, Mr. Pumpkin, a uh, love letter about the true meaning of Halloween. So that tells the story about the origination of Halloween and how it's not Christian-based at all and why we, a lot of people, I shouldn't say we, but a lot of people dress up in costumes, what is behind the black cat, what is behind the scarecrow, uh, what is behind the uh, jack-o'-lantern. All of those uh, traditions that have passed down through time, uh, why why do some people celebrate that? And why do some people celebrate Halloween? And, and the basic uh, fundamental premise of the book is that Halloween it comes from very evil background. And, um, and that... It, it, and it explains it again. It's a book written to children in a very kid-friendly way, nothing scary, but just explaining yeah. how all these traditions originated because 
many people believe that, oh, we're just putting on a costume. Oh, we're just bobbing for apples. But where where does that all come from? And, and it does come, there's a reason behind it. It's to scare off uh, evil spirits. It's uh, with the jack-o'-lantern. It's the same. It's uh, It was a, a young man named Jack who couldn't, when he died, he couldn't go to heaven or hell, so he just kept roaming around the earth and carrying a, a lantern. Um, so his soul continues to just roam around the earth. <laughs> no no place to go. Uh, scaring oh, people. Oh, poor guy. Yes, yes, yes. And then you have the black cat and you have the witches and all of that that's tied with Halloween. So that was my second book. My third book in the Love Letter series is a letter written from a child to a turkey. And it's entitled... It's <laughs> a turkey. <laughs> it's not a vacuum. Wait a minute. Was this- I'm sorry. Was the turkey in, in the White House? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, you know the turkeys that go to the White House get get a, get a pardon. So who knows? Oh, might I, be that yes, turkey, I know huh? that. I know that. Yes. No. So the the child is just writing a cute letter to a turkey, explaining to the turkey that Thanksgiving really isn't about the turkey and about eating so much food. It's about what. Uh, the, uh, the pilgrims, pilgrims did, did, and how, and they, how they, they risked they their, their lives to come to the United to States, States uh, because, because of their, their desire, desire to freely worship God. I see. I'm getting a really bad echo. Yes, I noticed that because do you have two phones on? Well, my cell phone died, so I'm calling you from a landline. Okay. Okay, no problem. No problem. That's probably what it is. I think we got it cleared up right now. Okay. I don't hear the echo. Do you still better. have the echo? Yes. Okay. Very good. All right. There you go. All right. So now you have uh, Halloween. And what's the third book? Well, that was the third book about uh, about Thanksgiving and the Christian basis. Oh, for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. yes, yes and that's is. yes. And how President Lincoln declared Thanksgiving a holiday so oh, that yes. we will the always churches. remember. <laughs> yeah, well, no, yes. it, uh, to remember all that God has given us and for us to be thankful. Yes. So it's not about just eating turkey or eating a lot of food because we all know uh, on Thanksgiving there's bountiful food. But the important issue is Fantastic. that we are supposed, yeah, we're supposed to be thankful for what God has done for us and will continue to do for us. Great. Fantastic. Okay. Now, it goes beyond just writing the books. You have also created a foundation. Tell us about the foundation, please. Yes. uh, I have a passion, as I mentioned, for children. And uh, I've been a lawyer here in uh, the Virgin Islands for many, many years. And I was also a judge. I was appointed as a judge. I served as a judge for six and a half years. And as a judge, mm-hmm. I served in the family court for many years and handled a lot of juvenile matters, and juvenile crimes, ju- juvenile delinquencies. And what I began to realize was the uh, low literacy rate amongst our children and our youth. And I, I became very concerned with that. And I've no, I'm no longer a judge. I'm back to private practice. But as I write okay. my books... I'm centering on the whole issue of literacy and how important literacy is 
to a child, uh, the entire child's future. So I established this nonprofit foundation because I would like to uh, have all the profits, all the income from the sales of my books go to the foundation and then have programs promoting literacy. Fantastic. Fantastic. What type of programs would uh, come from the foundation, for example? Uh, there are many different things that can be done. I, what I mostly do uh-huh. right now, as I'm selling my books, I'm a, a sort of a quote-unquote starving artist. I've invested a lot of money in my <laughs> books. I pay, I pay for the editor. Yeah. I pay for the illustrator. I pay uh, some money toward publication. So I've invested so far. Three books are out. I've written two more that will be out next year. So I've invested a lot of okay. my personal money into these books. And I've just begun the the sales of them. So uh, I'm a quote unquote starving artist, and I don't have the money that for the programs I would like to do. But the programs sure, I envision sure. is working working with especially elementary school students. I believe that we need to start okay. there to promote literacy. Exactly. Work with the parents and help them understand the importance of uh, reading in a child's life. And a lot of it is also uh, uh, teaching the parents because I volunteered at a local clinic with the, mm-hmm. the, what's uh, called the Reach Out and Read program. It's throughout the United States, and I started it here. Unfortunately, I couldn't keep up with it because of my very hectic schedule, but uh, I started reading at uh, – low-income clinic here on St. Thomas and mm-hmm. donating books. And I would read to the children as they're in the waiting room waiting to go in to see a doctor. And uh, so many parents would come up to me and tell me they never realized a, uh, a book could be read like that to a child. And I, wow. I understood I understood then that I was mentoring to parents as well how to sure, read well. to children. Yes, and the importance yeah. of reading to children. So uh, mm-hmm. I... I'm really passionate about being a mentor to parents, help them understand the importance of reading. For my own sons, my husband and I were very, uh, we emphasized reading a lot. We, uh, whenever we travel, we went to libraries. People think you went, you you would go to Orlando and go to a library. Yes, we went to a library yes. in Orlando <laughs> as well as to Disney World. <laughs> okay, but, good. Uh, no, well, yes. always you made a Disney World in there. But you yes, did the book yes. uh, library. Yes, important. Well, before yes, so we go we, any further, we did please both. tell our audience sorry. where they can get a copy of your book and in what format uh, is your book or books available. Yes, uh, they're available on Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble, uh, on the Internet mm-hmm. at various websites. But also uh, they can purchase them on, on the website for my foundation. The foundation is named as the Stars of the Sky Foundation Inc. and the website is www.asthestarsofthesky.org and they're free to go to that website. I have them uh, listed there for sale. They can read about the books. They can read about me uh, and find out information as to uh, what I would like to be doing uh, as the foundation continues to grow. Um, it, it gives a lot about the website. Gives a lot about my background, and I've been on many, many different uh, mission trips. There's some mission, uh, Christian mission uh, trips that I have uh, photographs of on the website. I blog every week, 
uh, and I have a Facebook page on Pinterest and Goodreads. So we keep really, really busy trying to promote the books and keeping the whole uh, subject of literacy out there. And my blog really centers a lot on literacy. Fantastic. Amazing. You get to be not only an author, not only an advocate for literacy, but also you are now a social media guru. Yes. <laughs> yes, you learn many things when you're, when, you're, when you're a writer. Because exactly. the publishing company, exactly. the publishing company um, at least mine, does not help with promoting the sales of the Marketing, book that's left yes. to the author. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, that's exactly I've, the reason why this show came. I'm sorry. That's exactly the reason why this show came into existence. Because when I published my book, I came to realize that the marketing wasn't there, at least not mm-hmm. to the extent that would really awake people to say, "Hey, there's a book." So that's mm-hmm. good. I, I'll give you my full support. I want you to know the door is always open. Anytime you're ready for your fourth and fifth book to be yes. promoted to be marketed, let me know. Your doors are right here, open for you. You're Thank welcome. you. Well, next year I have two coming out. One's on Easter, and it's titled oh. "It's Not About You, Mr. Easter Bunny: A Love Letter About <laughs> the True Meaning of Easter." A letter oh, from a child to the Easter Bunny, and the second. Mm-hmm. A uh, book coming out next year, which I'm just finishing up now. It's on the 4th of July, and it's a letter from a child to a firecracker, and it's oh. entitled, It's Not About You, Mrs. Firecracker, A Love Letter About the True Meaning of the 4th of July. Fantastic, fantastic. That is yeah. great. That is great. And I noticed you have fantastic artwork in there for the children because obviously for a child, it isn't so much the words that they read or look at. It's more of the pictures. How did you come about uh, getting such fantastic artwork? Is that local? Uh, no. My editor uh, assisted me in locating an illustrator, and I really am very picky about the illustrations in my books. I yes. direct them, and I uh, make sure that they convey what I would like them to convey. Yes. Definitely, definitely. So I spend a lot of time with the illustrator going back and forth to make sure the illustrations are what I want them to be. Wow. Now, you do a lot of, uh, I was going to say, promotion in in, in more ways than one. You're going to be flying up to Atlanta and to where else? Somewhere else you're going to be going to? Yes, Miami. Tell the audience about that. Yes, the... There's a very large book festival in Decatur, Georgia, over the Labor Day weekend, mm-hmm. and I'll be flying up there and promoting and selling my books. Then there is also a book festival, a very large book festival in Miami, Florida, just before Thanksgiving. So I'll be flying up there and selling my books there as well. And it's Great. again, it's very expensive because you have I have to travel from the Caribbean up there, yes. and I have to have someone. Yes in the vicinity who will be able to uh, hold my books for me because I can't fly with my books. It's, it's They're just too heavy. So I have to order yes. pre-order my books and then have them se- sent to someone in the vicinity to enable yes. me to sell them. So I don't have the mobility wow. that an author has in the States where they can just drive jump in very car. easily. Yes, jump exactly. in a car and drive with all their books in the trunk. But exactly. I have to plan ahead. <laughs> 
Yes, yeah. yes. I have to really plan ahead, and it, so it's a, a a big cost for me because again, yes. I have to fly up there, and and each festival, it's not free. You have to pay the book festival yes. sponsors table, a fee. Right. Yes. Exactly. Vendor because they right, and and they have to because they're going to be advertising and promoting sure. the authors there. But I'm very, I'm looking forward to it. As it'll be my first book festival this year, but I believe that it'll be very successful. Yeah, so uh, I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of new people and, and talking about my books and getting the word out more and more about my books. Now, you're looking forward to meeting a lot of new people as opposed to looking forward to meeting a lot of old people. I'm just messing <laughs> with you. I can new let and old, they'll be new because I'll be meeting people in in Decatur, Georgia. Uh, there are a lot of Virgin Islanders though that live in Georgia, so yes. I might meet yes. you know meet some yes. of my own people up there too. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why I wanted you to mention that because since we're on the internet and we're also on Facebook, we have a lot of Virgin Islanders expatriates who are no longer living in St. Thomas or the Virgin Islands, but are in the Atlanta area. And uh, in the Miami area as well. So, yes, yes, by all means, mention those dates again, please, so that they can log it in. Uh, the Decatur, Georgia Book Festival is the weekend of Labor Day. I believe it's September mm-hmm. 3rd and 4th. Um, okay. I'm checking my calendar to make sure I have the exact dates. Yes, September 3rd Correct. and 4th. And then the Miami uh-huh. Book Festival is the weekend before Thanksgiving. So it will be the 18th, 19th, and 20th. In Miami. Wow, amazing! You are making a impact on those two cities for Virgin Islanders in more ways than one. Here's a Virgin yes. Island lady who's an author, who's an attorney, who's a former judge coming to your town. Watch out, she's bringing her love letter books. Yes, and yes. That's good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, is there anything else that you want to share that we haven't touched on yet? I just continue, whenever I talk, I continue to stress the importance of literacy and how developing good habits at an early age for the child is very critical. Not that you can't get an older child to love to read, but to begin at a younger age is is the best way. And I'm talking about very young children. Many people don't understand how it's so important to read to a baby, a very small baby. Yes. And as the child grows up, uh, continue to read. You start with the hardback books the for toddlers and then uh, the more advanced books as they grow older. But it's the parents taking the time to read to the child and talking to the child about the books. And that develops their ability to, to understand, to comprehend, to to tie things together, um, yes. to learn new words. Problem solved. Yes. yes. Uh, and how to put words in sentences. And it's so important as I continue to do the research on literacy about uh, how to do it in many different ways. It's not just reading, but you can uh, sing songs, and uh, the child yes. is learning the words of the songs, and uh, you can have the words of the songs written down. Um, it could be uh, reading poems. Um, you can be sitting in a car driving with the child and reading signs. Uh, you can be cooking with the child and reading recipes. Uh, so there's many, mm-hmm. many different ways to promote literacy, not just sitting down with a book. But it's, uh, uh, I would encourage 
anyone who's interested in this subject to go to my website, read my blogs. I spend a lot of time writing my blogs. They're very short, but they're to the point. And it comes from my background of, of being raised by my mother and father as a reader and then passing it down to my two sons and then being in the community and being amongst children sure. at church. Uh, how? What are the critical ways that we can promote reading and to to start from young, and you develop that that love of reading, it, it, which will never never end. Because uh, I could, you know, I read so much now. Plus, I'm a lawyer, but I read so much. When I travel, I read about countries before I go to the countries, and uh, I read. Uh, I, I love to read nonfiction. Not there's not much fiction I read anymore, but I love to read nonfiction. So it continues. This love of reading continues throughout a person's life. Yes. Um, and I, I just can't stress how important that is. And, and that's one of the major uh, ways to prevent uh, high school or school period dropouts, uh, have an yes. influence on uh, lowering the juvenile crime rate and the adult crime rate as well. Because if, we, if you did the research, there are many, many surveys that show that the juveniles and the adults who are committing the crimes and are incarcerated have very low literacy rates. So this whole concept of uh, reading is such an important one to help a child develop and to have a, a good career and have a prosperous life. Yes, well, let me back up a little bit, please. You mentioned about developing good habits in a child's reading. But also, when the child has learned to develop those habits in reading, that child has a better chance of developing good habits and discipline in becoming an author, a writer, a creator, or anything he wants to do. That's that makes right. sense? That's right. Okay, great. Because it's a, it's a love of reading that then, I, exactly. I believe... Lead you well. I can yeah. I can write too. And from very young, I was writing plays for my sisters and my yes. my friends in in the neighborhood to act out. And so uh, right. that's what we did during our summers. We went to the library and we read and and I wrote plays and we acted them out. <laughs> yeah, uh, because well, that's my good. you know my parents were yes. lower middle class. We were a lower middle class family. We weren't able to travel all over the world. No, but we traveled yeah. the world through our books. Through reading books. Through your books, exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes. And and that, yeah. like you said, it develops discipline, and then you go to school, yes. and you're more you're a more disciplined student because you know how to read, you read well, you're able to comprehend, and you excel in yes. school. And problem solve. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, tell our audience again, please, where your books are available, and also mention the websites that you do have available. My books are available on various booksellers online, Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, uh, um, and many others. My website is www.asthestarsofthesky.org, and uh, you can purchase them there. If you purchase them on my website or through my website, then 100% of the profits go to the foundation. Of course, if you purchase them from Amazon.com or someplace else, I just get a portion of the the purchase yeah. of the sales price. Um, wow. So yeah, so uh, you know, it's it's 
really good. I encourage people to purchase it from my website because more of the money goes to the foundation. And uh, and there's there's a lot to see on my website. A lot. Uh, that people can learn about, as I mentioned, my blogs, uh, and I have uh, I do a lot on Facebook, um, and also where does the name as the stars of the sky come from? People wonder, well, how did you come up with that? Well, I did it. It's yes. actually a verse out of the Bible, in Hebrews chapter eleven, and uh, in Genesis, it starts out in Genesis where God tells Abraham, who's our father as Christians, Abraham, Abraham is our father, but God told Abraham to look up at the sky, and because of his faithfulness, his offspring, meaning not necessarily just his uh, his physical or human offspring, but the, the offspring as Christians, would be as many as mm-hmm. the stars of the sky and the sand wow. uh, by the seashore, but then in Hebrews chapter 11, it continues on and talks about the great uh, people of faith in the Bible, and again, Abraham is mentioned, and it it actually says that God told him that his offspring would be as many as the stars of the sky, and I mm-hmm. I like to consider that that uh, offspring of Abraham, Christians, are not only adults but children. We often forget that children can well. accept yes. Jesus as yes. the Lord and Savior, and I did as a child. Yes. So I understand Good. the importance. And Fantastic. Now, I know on Facebook, visitors or at least friends, people who are connected to you as a Facebook friend can leave you a comment. Can yes. they leave you a comment on your blog and on your website too? Uh, yes, they can. Well, not on my website, but on my blogs, they can leave comments. On your blog? Okay. Yes. Okay. And we'll get to the blog by going to your website, slash blog, or how do they get there? On my website, there's a tab that has my blog. Okay, good, good. And the the website address again, please? www.asthestarsofthesky.org. Org. It is my foundation. My foundation is a nonprofit. It's a 501c3 nonprofit, and all contributions are tax deductible. Fantastic! Well done, there, Doctor Author. <laughs> you doctor because you're curing, you're curing some holes right now in more ways than one. Yes. I well, thank I have you a very much doctorate. for taking the time. I, yeah, I have yeah, a juris doctor as, as a lawyer. It's a JD. Yes. Yes. Well, you know me. I have to find different titles for you because you have so many already, as if you don't have enough. Yes, yeah, exactly. Just my sense of humor. Well, Soraya, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with us what you're doing, not only for yourself as an author, because you're developing your skills as an author, but you are sharing and giving back to the community what God has asked you to do, has put upon you to do. And I'm so honored to be part of helping you do that. So, again, I want you to know the door is always open. Let me know. Just come knocking on my head, knock on my door, <laughs> knock something down, get my attention, <laughs> and you'll be yes, on. All right? Yes, thank you so much. Yes, thank you you're so quite much. You're welcome. Okay. You're quite welcome. I really appreciate even when the you opportunity get, to be on the air. You're welcome. You're welcome. And even before you get to Decatur and Miami, give us a call back, and we'll put you back on so we can – Send the flames for the people in those locations knowing that you're coming to town. So Ryan is coming to Miami. <laughs> so it's coming to Decatur. All right. Thanks Fantastic. again for your time and for your effort. We look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon. Okay. You take I appreciate care now. it. 
You too. Bye. Oh, we appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Folks, you've just heard from Sarai Diaz, a lady who has a passion to helping children, to helping get rid of illiteracy. This is fantastic. It's amazing. Well, we thank you for being with us today. We thank Sarai for being with us. And until next time, this is ATNZ. Becoming an author is not a difficult thing. You just have to discipline yourself to it. All right, folks, until next time. So long for now. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.